Welcome to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast, where changing the world starts with changing the home, with your host, Meredith Curtis. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Finish Well Radio. I am so excited that you're with us today. And I want to just share a little bit with you about birthdays in our family because we love birthdays. We make everyone's favorite meal on their birthday. We have a lot of fun. We open presents. We decorate. Birthdays are just very special in our house. And one thing we like to do is play the encouragement game. And what that is, is that the birthday person sits in the middle of the room and everyone else in the room shares things they really appreciate about the birthday person. And it's so encouraging when you're the birthday person because sometimes relationships can get a little bit, you know, testy. And then you hear that person that maybe you're not getting along with that great say really nice things about you. And it really just makes you feel good inside. It strengthens relationship. And we love the encouragement game. That is just something that is really amazing and fun to us. So I wanted to share this verse, Colossians 1.16, for by him all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. And that's Paul playing the encouragement game about Jesus. He's just saying some things that are absolutely true but are so amazing and so exciting. I think about that, how throughout the Old and New Testament, there are all these words of affirmation about Jesus. And on his birthday, what a blessing to be able to pull all those affirmations out and say them to him. Because what I do is I stop and think, what makes a birthday special for the birthday person? I think one thing that makes a birthday special for the birthday person is knowing that others are celebrating who they are and the fact that they're part of their life. So when my daughter Juliana has a birthday, I'm not just celebrating her and how wonderful she is, but I'm celebrating because she's part of my life and I want her to know I love her and appreciate her and I'm so grateful that she's part of my life. So birthdays, though, are not just special for the birthday person. They're special for all the guests that come to a birthday party. They're special for a family that is celebrating a birthday. Because at my family, it means a super fun day. And that means not only does the birthday person have a fun day, but the rest of the family has a fun day. And that's kind of how Christmas is. Christmas is a birthday. And not only... Should it be that Jesus is having an awesome time because everyone is affirming him and worshiping him and blessing him, but all of his guests, all of his loved ones, all of his family, they are having an amazing time too. One of the things that blows me away 
as a parent is having a baby. I love having babies. I had five. I would have had 12. I just think they're so amazing. And it was so fun to get ready for the baby. It was so fun to set up the nursery. It was so fun to buy baby clothes. It was so fun to truly prepare for the arrival of our blessed little one. And when I look at the Bible, I see God the Father preparing for Christmas. Only... He didn't set up a nursery, well, he did a little stable, but he did it on such a grander scale. He lined up empires. <laughs> he lined them up. He set them in place, and he caused empires to rise and fall and kept the language of this one and the writings of this one and, and the food of this one, and he put everything in perfect alignment with empires, and he prophesied. From the Garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve fell, he prophesied about Jesus that Eve would have an offspring that would crush the enemy. And that is so profound and so amazing. And so throughout the Gospels, you have these references to the Old Testament where God was saying, hey, I'm sending the Messiah. I'm sending my son. And this is what it's going to be like. And this is what it's going to be like. And this is what it's going to be like. And Paul talks about that in Ephesians 3. And he's saying, I'm now a steward of this mystery. It, it, it was a mystery for all of these ages, 4,000 years. But now it's revealed. Now Everybody can know about it, and it's so fun to look at those old prophetic words in the Old Testament and see how they line up to the birth, the life, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So God did that. He set up all these clues like a big mystery. You know, if you've ever played Clue, that game Clue, that's what God did. He set up this clue and this clue and this clue and this clue and this clue. And who is it? Who is the Messiah? And when will he come? And and that's another way that God prepared for the arrival of Jesus. He also put signs a star in the sky that wise men from another nation so far away would see and say something is going on let's find out what is going on he sent angels and a choir and they worshiped and sang and glorified god and he chose special guests for the birth of his son he chose surprising people he didn't choose king herod but he did choose these very wealthy wise men from another land. He didn't choose the mayor of Bethlehem, but he did choose shepherds who went and told everyone what they had seen and heard. So God prepared in such a special way for the birth of his son Jesus. He went into 4,000 years of preparation. And now that that birth has happened, we get to look back and we get to celebrate and we get to feast and party and sing and rejoice and tell the Lord those words of affirmation, plain the encouragement game with him saying, Lord, I love you. You are my shepherd. You are my king. You are the holy one. You are amazing. So if we look in the scripture from Genesis to Revelation, we see Jesus at creation. He is uh, the creator. We see him on the cross as the redeemer. And so Jesus, there's just so much 
to learn about him, isn't there? And I was thinking, every year I ask the Lord, okay, can you give me a word for this Christmas season? And one year it was joy, one year it was light, this year it's feast. And I I love that idea that, that of feasting, because I love the eggnog, I love the cookies. <laughs> my friend Laura makes this amazing peanut butter fudge. It's my absolute favorite, and I love it. I love to feast on food, <laughs> but... Even more, I'd love to feast on Jesus and his word and his truth and his spirit. And just, I am so hungry for him. And I just want more and more and more of him. And when I open my Bible from creation to revelation, it's Jesus in every book. It's Jesus all throughout the scripture. And I'm learning about him and I'm discovering things. And it's so, so, so exciting. So, When God, our Heavenly Father, commemorates special events, He has us do certain things. So there's a few special events that have happened in the Old Testament, and God said to the nation of Israel, I want you to remember this. And one of those things, of course, is Passover. And He instituted the Feast of Passover in remembrance of what happened they don't eat anything with leaven in it because the Jews had to leave so quickly from Egypt that the bread did not have time to rise and it was flat and so in remembrance of that they don't eat leaven in their food and they sacrifice a lamb and they eat lamb just as they did back in the day that it happened and so when God has his people celebrate he has them feast he has them be together as a family and he has them read scripture and remember and worship and that just sets the whole tone for making christmas the kind of birthday celebration that is honoring to the lord so when we celebrate his birthday We want to think about how God tells people to remember things. Another thing he did was to tell them to put up memorials. Like when the Jews crossed the Jordan River, God said, put these 12 stones here to remember that you crossed the Jordan River in safety. And so sometimes there are memorials. There are things that we remember. And one of the things that is so precious are things that are passed down from generation to generation. I just got a sweet, sweet letter from my cousin Richard and his wife, and they enclosed this ornament. And what it was is that his great-grandmother's great-grandmother, now that is going back a long way, was from Germany, and she brought over this ornament. They had it somehow copied, and they made these ornaments for us. And on the back of the ornament is a photo of the couple that treasured this ornament Uh, the original couple that treasured it. And that is special to Richard, of course, because we share that relative. That's really precious to me. And it's now a family heirloom. It's something that I'll cherish. It's something that I'll tuck away carefully every year. And it's a memorial. It's that my people came from Germany for freedom. And that's so precious to me. But in a bigger way, as a believer in Jesus, when I came to Jesus... I found freedom, and that is worth celebrating, and that is worth remembering. Another thing is that when I 
look at Christmas itself, there's a theological word. It says it's incarnation. And the incarnation means that God took on human flesh. So God took his glory and he laid it aside and he became helpless as a baby. And that alone should blow you away. That the God of the universe who spoke everything into existence chose to put aside his glory and take on human flesh and be dependent on human beings whom he knew so well how could he do that but he did it so that we could have a right relationship with God the Father and that's so exciting and that is what Christmas is all about now we're going to take a quick break and then when we come back we're going to talk about how to really celebrate Christmas as a birthday because we want to say happy birthday creator king Powerline Productions wants to help you celebrate special occasions with your family in a Christ-honoring way. The Celebrate series includes such titles as Celebrate Our Christian Heroes Instead of Halloween, Celebrate Thanksgiving, as well as Christmas Unit Studies, Celebrate Christmas in Colonial America, and Celebrate Christmas with Cookies. If you're looking for a new family tradition, learn all about the Nolet and Curtis Christmas Eve festivities in Celebrate Christmas with a Traveling Dinner. Check out these titles and more at PowerlineProd.com. That's P-O-W-E-R-L-I-N-E-P-R-O-D.com. Powerline Productions, being world changers, raising world changers. You've been listening to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast on the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Now back to your host, Meredith Curtis. Well, welcome back. And as we're celebrating the birthday of our Creator King, First of all, we just want to think about what does Jesus like? Does he want a red Ferrari? Does he want a villa on the coast of Italy? No, we know what Jesus likes because it's in his word. Jesus likes worship. He likes worship. He likes people to honor him and exalt him. Jesus likes marriage. He loved marriage, and he said, What God has put together, let no man put asunder. Jesus loves family, and he taught us so much about family. He talked about how we are his family. Jesus cares about the poor and the needy and those in jail. He said that when we've done things for those people, we've really done it for him. Jesus likes celebrations in Nehemiah when they found the book of the law and they were so sad because they realized how sinful. And God said, I am going to give you a chance to repent. But first, I want you to rejoice that the law has been found. So what should you do? Well, go get a feast together and drink sweet drinks and share with people who have none. And that will be your feast, and that will be your celebration, and the joy of the Lord is our strength. So celebrating, Jesus loves celebrating, so feasting, and sweet drinks like eggnog and hot chocolate. (laughs) And Jesus loves for us to share with those who have no one to be with, or to share with those who have nothing. Another thing Jesus loves is prayer. 
He loves his word. He loves for us to enjoy what he has given us and to be grateful. He loves for us to be generous. The Bible says God loves a cheerful giver. So when you think about the things that Jesus loves, it's very easy to give him a present because we can go give to the poor and that will be a present to Jesus. We can strengthen our marriage and that will be a present to Jesus. We can celebrate. We can dig into the word. We can pray. We can thank him for all the blessings that we have. And all of those things can be our birthday presents to Jesus. The other thing is, let's throw a party. I mean, it's the birthday of our Creator King. Let's throw a grand party. You know, in nations where they have a king, they have what's called King's Day or Queen's Day, or maybe it's called the Queen's Birthday, and it isn't even necessarily on their real birthday, but they just throw this amazing party to honor their king or honor their queen and they dress up in the nation's colors and they fly the flag and they have parades and do all kinds of things and all those things are appropriate to celebrate the birthday of our king so we can give gifts to baby jesus one of the things that we like to do is we like to gather baby gifts and we like to take those to the Crisis Pregnancy Center. We go out and buy new baby things. And every year, someone in our church takes them and delivers them to the Crisis Pregnancy Center. And it's such a blessing. We can set time aside for special Christmas worship. I don't know if you have ever picked up some sheet music with all the verses to the carols because when you do that and you go from verse 1 to verse 2 to verse 3 to verse 4 to verse 5 you see this amazing set of poetry that is packed with theology and so yes it's catchy it's beautiful it's fun to sing but it is full of truth and it just makes your heart burst with rejoicing we can throw a party with lights. I love twinkle lights. I love candles because it reminds me that Jesus is the light of the world and his light shines in us. We can have family devotions where we dig into the word together and we strengthen each other in the faith. We can make family memories. I always tell my grandson, let's make a Christmas memory. And so our first Christmas memory this year was decorating a gingerbread house. And it was so fun, and we had such a good time. Of course, my grandsons ate most of it. Um, <laughs> but another thing that you can do is read his word. Just dig into sections. You know, maybe say, you know what, I'm going to look up all the prophecies about Jesus before he came. I'm going to go look for all the clues in the Old Testament. And finally, invite the lost to the birthday party because if your life is like mine there are relatives that don't know Jesus there are neighbors that don't know Jesus there are friends I have that don't know Jesus and what a perfect time to bring those people in so that they can get to know the creator king whose birthday we're celebrating over the years as I've been a homeschool mom I've had so much fun doing unit studies and digging into Christmas traditions and symbols here and in other places. We did a unit study on celebrating Christmas in Colonial America. We did a unit study on celebrating Christmas in Germany where we get so many of our Christmas traditions like cookies and Christmas trees and little Christmas villages. 
And we've established some of our own traditions, like the traveling dinner that my friend Laura did with her family, and then our family has embraced it. And so there's so many things that we have done to go out of our way to say Christmas is amazing because the Creator King took off His glory and put on human flesh and became a man and humbled himself. And then he humbled himself even further to go to death on a cross. And he conquered death and he rose up from the dead. And one day, every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So Jesus Christ... Happy birthday, Creator King, and all his people celebrate this birthday with joy and have an amazing Christmas. From our house to yours, we wish you the very best of Christmases and a happy new year. God bless you and keep you. Thank you for listening to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast with Meredith Curtis and the Finish Well team. Please listen in every first and third Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network.